Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. All right, so as we move closer to what I believe is called autumn, uh, still... I think the season is actually when the Nats lose in the playoffs. That's the actual name of the season. Yeah, but that's that's a mouthful. Autumn is just like a nice shorthand. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm still hoping for the point at which the D.C. area weather changes uh for more than a couple days um but you know it's a nice time uh once the weather gets nice it's it's a good time to just sort of sit on your balcony and and you know sip a hot tea or a nice cup of saturday morning coffee and do a little thinking and uh pierce i think you were doing some thinking the other day about uh apps Apps, yeah, because all I ever think about is apps. Um, because, so there, I mean, you, you go on your phone and, and you, anything that you could really imagine or, or want, um, it can be, to use a term, it can be optimized in some way through through some application. If it's checking into your flight uh-huh. or it's, uh, or, or it is getting the weather to know that it's not, going to be pleasant or it's going to bounce all over the place or even getting food you can skip steps that people have been doing for for decades if not centuries by by using an app you can use postmates you can use seamless or grubhub or whatever exists in the the things but i think what i was thinking about that is is what do we lose when we use the apps for something like that specifically how they relate as social activities i mean that you laid out something right there which is probably you sitting by yourself on on a balcony having you time which people really value me time and self-care right now but um you know if you're doing that while waiting on a a delivery from from postmates or uber eats what you know what is being lost and what does it say about the decision that you're making there yeah so we we should stipulate that this is uh, looking at this from the vantage point of a person who might otherwise be social yeah (laughs) i'm busy being a loner yeah and and i think the the ultimate question there is when you're when when you're engaging this non-activity really when you're not going out and and getting food or uh i don't know walking walking over to to someone to to give them cash instead of using venmo or or something like that are you being anti-social or are you being something different which is asocial so that is a really so that's an interesting question, and I, I think what we should do is maybe start by defining uh, the difference between antisocial and asocial. But you bring up Venmo, and, and I, I would I would say I think Venmo is actually 
the rare is arguably the rare app that facilitates actual real life social interaction because how often are you using it you know to pay someone back for them ordering the pizza that you're going to eat together or the drinks that you drank together at the bar so that actually Mm. i think is an example of, of one of these things performing the function of facilitating more social activity and not less but let's let me let me step aside and and let you let, let you lean with it rock with it on on the difference between antisocial and asocial yeah so i i think that the thing i would differentiate there is that when you're being antisocial you recognize this occurrence as one that could be a social occasion where you interact with people or, you know, be it friends or acquaintances or even just service persons. And you are deciding, I don't want to engage in that. I don't want to have to have the face-to-face time. Uh, I, I value this time instead as one that I am by myself. So you are choosing not to engage in a social activity. I think that being asocial is more or less that you don't view it as a social activity at all you think ordering food is is transactional i I don't i don't need to interact with the person for instance kayak uh getting a ticket or renting a car i don't need to talk to another human for that this is just a a direct transaction so i mean social kind of depends social can be you talking you know, instead of going to Amazon, you go to a hardware store and ask someone what what uh, wrench you need or what uh, fixture you need for a, a new a new light. Um, instead, you're saying, "Nope, I don't need that. I am I am prepared and can just do it on my own." So you're not thinking of it as a social activity. So that is asocial to me. Yeah, and I think it's good that you put it in terms of a transaction because that's where I I would have to disagree with with Sean that Venmo. Well, Venmo in practice does actually facilitate a lot of social activities or, or promotes them. Like it still is just replacing what used to be an in-person transaction with a totally app-based online transaction. It's, I guess as we've moved away from a cash culture, you no longer think about paying a friend as bringing them cash. But like that's sort of the same thing, I think. I, I, see, I don't know because it's not like – I don't know. I think the, much of the time you're you're sending the money on Venmo – like right in front of the person. I, I don't know. I don't. You, I don't think are. that. I don't think the removal of the actual handing of physical money may, somehow mm-hmm. makes that not a social activity. You so, know what I mean? So, to both of yeah. your points, I think Sean, that's definitely how I use it a lot. But there are instances where I'm not. Like if it's a say an Airbnb or a a a wedding gift, for instance, I might not be giving. Like if I split it with someone, sure. I'm not going to do. But to Max's point, if you are in the framing, which I know Max likes, of paying people back in kind, you are taking away from a social activity. And and so it, in that case, you got there. So I could see the antisocial side. If you're framing it as, well, you should pay me back in kind, why are you being antisocial? Or asocial, which is this is just the way things these are the, the way things are, are done. That's fair. And I've kind of come around from that to be honest uh <laughs> i've come around to the to the to the pros of, of venmo yeah um but yeah it definitely is is a different one i think we'd really want to focus more maybe on the 
I think food delivery is a, is a good one, but also um, other trend like transportation, even Uber and Lyft, I think, have a conversation Excellent. here. Yeah. Transportation, yeah, I mean, social hail- media. Well, yeah. social media is the least social of them all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, yeah, I think that one is, uh, is maybe one of the backbones for this that, that is important is there is some kind of market involved. By that, by that I mean when you're not hailing a cab, so the the gesture of hailing a cab is an understood gesture. That is a some kind of social cue in a lot of ways. There might be a a line for cabs. When you just go out there and you're waiting on on some license plates, that's that's very robotic in a way. You see it, you recognize it. It's it's a instinctive. Um and and I mentioned the the kayak thing, um you know, Thomas Thomas Cook just liquidated overnight and so hundreds of thousands of people were lost and that was an old school travel agency where you actually i mean maybe that wasn't how they did it at the end but there were people that put packages together for you to travel and you had to talk to them and tell you what you want tell them what you wanted as opposed to you know i was on kayak yesterday looking for a flight and it was not i didn't have to talk to any humans i thought that was that was great because i am a a, and this is where some of it might be. I am a smart enough consumer. I don't need a middle person to talk to. <laughs> Thank you, Max. Okay. <laughs> For those of you that couldn't see my eye, my massive eye roll on that one. I, I mean, um, sure, very smart consumer. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I guess to to a certain extent, I don't I don't think this is actually cutting out middlemen. I think this is just replacing middlemen with middle apps. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I mean, Thomas Cook also went under because it, you know, you can you can work directly with airlines and hotels in a way that you couldn't thirty years ago. It's not just sure. like the apps killed us dead. It, it's yeah. you know, it's a broader societal shift in in you know, I I guess in cutting out middlemen, but cutting out middlemen is not a not necessarily bad, and b not necessarily antisocial or asocial i will say that i I think i want to focus on food delivery because i i think about it you know a lot i i have been you know uh, i think before i moved i was kind of in a rut of of ordering delivery food too often in charlottesville um and and, you know I, i guess i tend to lean more asocial because I think a a lot of what these apps offer as their value proposition is we're going to make your life easier. We're going to, you know, we're going to cut out all of that pesky thinking that you have to do in your life. And so part of, part of what that involves is making, uh, making thinking out to be, a hard bad thing that you shouldn't have to do and part of that involves building up this idea that the app is your friend mm-hmm. and and so it it doesn't it doesn't seek to make you antisocial or asocial as much as it seeks to make you dependent on the app and so these things work in a cycle of Oh shit! I can get food delivered by pressing a button. That's awesome. I'm gonna keep doing that more, and so 
whether you think about it or not, you inherently then start to go to that more and more often. So I, I think to me that says asocial, not antisocial. And I think, but I think there's something to be said for, like you just said, it, it makes your life easier, or at least it, it's there's a perception that it does. I mean, for ordering food, you could always just probably call the pizza place, and now you don't even have to talk to them. So I guess that's slightly easier if you consider talking on the phone to be a, a social interaction, but it also allows you to order from other places. But I think the real thing is, is just like it enables you to, it kind of saves you time, right? So you can choose... In my mind, you can choose to use that time however you wish, like for getting delivery food versus um, going somewhere to pick food up. I mean, the example that I'm thinking of specifically is that I was at a brewery, a bring-your-own-food brewery with a bunch of people, and we opted to get Grubhub or whatever it was, Uber Eats, I don't know, some guy showed up with Chipotle or something, I think, so that we didn't have to leave. So we used the app to, I think, promote a social behavior but I, do, I don't it's not always used that way so I, I mean I think right. it, I think you can choose to yeah so I mean with with any of these I think that um, the I think there is a an effect there of of you think that you've you've saved something and in that that interests you there's a, there's an ease uh, and I was just listening to the slate money podcast before this and they were talking about studies that um, people who spend money on saving time are indeed happier. And so the question I would ask is when we're, when we're using these, is that, is that the ultimate like key performance indicator, so to speak of, of like, is the goal, is, are we driving everything by, by time saving? Because Max, what you're talking about here is it's a, it's a, you so you don't have to go to Chipotle or you don't have to go to two places. You are saving time by staying at the one and using the app to deliver you Chipotle. I'm fairly confident that off the rip, without having heard the podcast at all, I would have some significant quibbles with the studies that they're citing. Um, I, I I think that, but part of my reaction is, what are we saving time for? Like w- that the, the is situation what I that get you've to. the situation you've described, Max absolutely makes sense i would definitely order something to be delivered to the bar rather than leave the bar because you're you're there you're engaging in social time with people you're drinking which is a a fun thing from time to time but if i order you know if i order seamless to my apartment on a thursday night so that i don't have to go away from watching tv like that I think in a lot of ways we're grossly overvaluing our time. Uh, Time is, time is money, but time is also probably way the hell less money than we claim it is. Yeah. But that's a, that's an overarching thing with, with, I think this, this moment in, in humanity is we are so obsessed with moving, you know, moving fast and breaking things. And so when, when the when your time is allegedly worth uh, some exponential gain in venture capital funds or, or something, you know any moment wasted is well that's the word I just used wasted. No, no, no. A free moment is not a waste of time. And, and so this goes back to what I was talking about earlier. They're they're saving you time to use the apps more. 
Yeah. It's it's ludicrous. They're they uh, these these people saw Wally and they saw the future of humans in Wally <laughs> and they said, "Yes, give me that." Yeah. Like and, and what? And and Max, I, I this is something I, I post because I think that there was clearly a transaction of time that you dealt with, but it makes a lot of sense. I think everyone would 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 agree on what you did making a lot of sense. But if we're constructing that going back to antisocial versus asocial, we're thinking about saving time. If you're antisocial, you're taking a bucket of social time and you're subtracting from it. With asocial, you're saying this is not part of that bucket at all, but there is some amount of time that I think you can add to the bucket. But do you think people are actually, you know, transferring their social time, so to speak, or or is this is this a fiction that we've created? It's a fiction. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Because <laughs> I don't even think that that construction is totally right. Antisocial, you're. You've got two buckets. There's me time and there's we time. And you are explicitly taking time out of the we time bucket and putting it into the me time bucket. Asocial, you have those two buckets and you're taking stuff out of the we bucket and you're just haphazardly tossing it towards the me bucket. So some of it may go into the me bucket and some of it may just spill on the fucking floor. Like that's that's the real wasted time. A asocial is arguably like I think you can make an argument that asocial is worse. It's it's worse to not even consider whether your time should be social time than to consider so, it and say no. So I think specifically there, if you're if you're ordering if if you're gonna if you were gonna go to Five Guys um, and eat it eat it there or eat it with people, that might work with like the the antisocial construction you've given which is by myself is me time uh with with other people is, is we time and and as you kind of take from from the we the we bucket and make it me but like asocial you're you're saying like well i don't have to go to five guys at all to have my food i can just have it here and then the time i didn't spend going there I think that's where the time you've saved is. And, and then I'd say then you can add that to the we time bucket, which sounds weird. But your bucket of time with other people in a, a truly social thing. So that's that's what I'm thinking of if if I was to do the asocial construction. I am saving that time and I'm going to then spend 15 more minutes at, I don't know, the bar or, or an art gallery with friends just riffing. But you have to make the choice to do that. And that, that's, 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 that's the point. Yeah. The, being antisocial is a considered choice that you make. Mm -hmm. I, I think of being asocial as just, you know, choosing not to choose, so to speak. Yeah. And, and yeah. that's, I think that's a, serious problem like we we should be spending more time considering what we do and who we do it with even if the ultimate decision we make in that moment is to say fuck my friends i'm gonna hang out with myself tonight like i, I just what what seems to me like it's being facilitated is the the society in in which 
we we don't have to think too hard because you know it's the mr robot society where e corp has it all taken care of for us and so that i i think is is really insidious and and look order order postmates when you're hanging out with your friends that's great but like that time if you're eating dinner in your apartment alone on a weeknight like that time is so much better your dinner time is so much better spent you know practicing cooking something or you know i don't know i just i think that there are so many things that you can do that involve considering how to use your time and making some sort of thoughtful use and i i think i think postmates wants you to believe that you're going to use the time that you wait for your delivery to do something like that but you're mm-hmm. not because you have yeah. 18 other apps that are vying for that time to get you to ignore the chance to be a considerate person and and, and to watch more netflix yeah I mean, Max, I wonder if you consider that a lot of this, this, this time saving to maybe viewing things as asocial or antisocial and then probably more asocial and then saying, I'm going to use this. Do you think a lot of it is I'm going to use this to work on my side project or side hustle and then people just end up on YouTube for for hours and hours. I feel like there's this idea which is you come home, you do postmates because now you're going to do your work that's after work. Yeah, I don't I mean maybe. I don't I don't want to assume that people are bad at managing their time. Um <laughs> But I I'll, I'll just I'll just tell you. That's real you kind of but if it's just the app saving time to work on a, I mean, if if your goal is just to save time totally, so that you can work on your side hustle, then then just skip right to drinking Soylent for every meal. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, pe- I know we didn't. Have. I didn't want to go there, but um, I yeah I, no I I think I I think another part of this is we're giving too much power to the app in this. We are making ourselves asocial or antisocial. The app is just the way that we facilitate that. Yeah, yeah, like if you didn't have Netflix, you had to go to Blockbuster to rent a movie, and like that was a social activity. And now you can just also, click a button. But if you choose to watch the movie alone at home, you're still choosing to watch the movie alone. Also, let's be real. You could easily make going to Blockbuster as antisocial an experience as you want. Like you can go with your head down and not talk to anyone and have absolute minimal contact with the cashier as you check out your movie. Like it's not, you know, none of this is quite so black and white as stepping out into world. Good using app bad, but like the app definitely facilitates you not having to even consider how much am i going to talk to the people at blockbuster it changes your it changes your social behavior even if your normal social behavior is not to be charismatic and whatever it is they are still changing social behavior only because they recognize this market for transactions that's fine they're they're not why they just if you are inclined to think of yeah actually i don't need to 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 spend that 15 minutes walking or, or briefly talking to someone 
Um, and so they recognize that. And then I think what drives us to change the social behavior or how we really how we approach that change. Do we think of it as, ooh, I get to spend more time with myself? Or do you just not even think about it? And you say, oh, oh, I can do this instead. I can do this other social behavior or nothing at all. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, that I think that. I'm sticking to my guns on this. I do I do think being asocial is worse than being antisocial. I think for a lot of people it's hard to really be to like be sort of you know practice being antisocial on a really regular basis. But it's really easy to be asocial. It's it's that yeah. choosing not to choose and we got to make more choices yeah i i just think it's neither i don't i don't know that i think one is is worse than the other necessarily i think making a choice i could argue that making a choice is a very strong thing but whatever your approach is i think it's important to think critically about the the why and the if you are viewing it as a savings are you really actually putting that savings anywhere? Because I think the answer is frequently no. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I, I say this as, as I say all of this as a person who is way too burrowed into the world of like, I'm really probably just saving myself time to watch more Netflix. I spend too much time, you know, listening to music and headphones, you know, music and podcasts and headphones when I could be talking to people in the world around me. Like I, I'm I'm sucked in. I'm headed for the Wally future, and it's not good. I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Max, where you live in Boston, they they don't even allow apps because everything is on your at your front porch, right? That's right. Everything's on paper. <laughs> everything is everything is on paper. It's all cash. There's no Venmo there. <laughs> the memo, the original app, the original, yeah. the original iCloud note. All right. Uh, okay. Now that we've gotten all riled up over apps and the impending Wally future, let's uh, let's move on to Pierce's sorry. So, uh, what are you apologizing for today? Yeah, I mean, I think this is um, interesting today. You know, the future, the Wally future, uh, is one that can get you kind of riled up a little bit. Um, but also, there's there's some relief in these apps and not having to drive somewhere. And I'm reminded of uh, like a week or yeah, a week ago, um, I had a, a follow up visit to the doctor in which they told me that that actually your your blood pressure is is okay, but it was not it was not without a um, a bit of a a blood pressure raising incident at the doctor. Um, for those of you watching, uh, this is my blood pressure monitor, um, and I will open it. And it goes, it's it's like this, and it's a wrist cuff. So, it, but it's it's this Omron Omron brand, which is always recommended, and I knew that, so I bought an Omron. What I'm what I'm apologizing for this week is uh, buying a wrist cuff because I go in and I I bring out my little monitor. I remember to bring it, and I show it to the doctor, and I'm very proud. I'm like, I did the right thing. I actually tested this. You know, I spent money on this thing, and the the response is, oh, you got a wrist cuff. Yes, yeah, I got an Omron. Yeah, you know these these aren't very accurate. 
immediately just completely crestfallen. And I'm sure it was written in like the six pages of stuff I had, but I just said, Omron, Amazon app, boom, buying it now with my HSA card. Yeah, that's what and, happened. Uh, yeah, and that's – so I tried to do the right thing, but because I didn't talk to another human being, I did wrong by me. And my doctor, now everything was fine in the readings when they had the actual like overarm or whatever you call that one um, were, were the same. So I think I did it okay. I followed the directions, but I didn't follow all the directions. And so, uh, yeah, uh, be careful what you app for is is what I'd say. Uh, uh, and so, I can't wait for your I'm, future apologies both for uh, that line and for – all of the picking up and putting stuff down on on the desk where your microphone is as we record these. Oh, that's that's <laughs> fine. And no, you can tell that I was being act. Uh, no, I think be careful what you app for is going to catch on if it hasn't already. Oh, God, I hope that's, not. That's basically what we 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 just discussed for 30 minutes or whatever. I really hope not. It, it's going to show up in an, app, uh, an Apple commercial at some point. Oh, yeah, only use only use the app store anything else is bad Ugh. okay so uh we'll we'll close the show with uh, uh did i move to minnesota uh we'll close the show with a big idea from pop culture uh, and and i it's been a very busy time for me uh arguably the biggest thing that happened to me in pop culture this week was seeing uh your text Pierce that Deadspin was part of the New York Times crossword uh, but I think you saw some uh, documentaries is that correct oh yeah so last Monday um, a, uh, Roger Bennett of, of Men in Blazers fame had Asif Kapadia um, I hope I pronounced that correctly on who, who directed the Ayrton Senna documentary and the Amy Winehouse documentary. And then he also did one last week, which is, uh, or one came out last week and why he was on. That's, uh, the, it's about, um, Diego Maradona, specifically his time in Napoli. Uh, I ended up watching all three of those last week. Um, and each one of them, I can highly recommend whether you're someone who likes documentaries or not, whether you like sports figures or singers or not. Um, he has a really keen ability. He doesn't do any of those. Here's here's someone talking about the subject and I'm going to get their emotions as talking about it. It's all uh, he doesn't have a single voiceover, but he has people talking um, and then it's all just archival footage. Um, and so it is incredible to see, you know, two of the three are, have died young and one has almost died many times. Um, seeing just these people fall apart in very different ways, but in ways that are very human. Um, and, and his ability to capture that is phenomenal. So I, I definitely recommend those. Hot dog. Uh, something, something you can watch while you wait for your Postmates delivery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh God. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited for the Maradona documentary. I, they're just, you know, since 
since 30 for 30 10 years ago, you know, they really ESPN opened the floodgates for a ton of great documentaries, particularly in the realm of sports. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't I don't think it's, you know, I don't think it's an overstatement to say that they paved the way for a lot of great documentaries from people who wanted to make a film about something they're really passionate and knowledgeable about. So I'm glad that that is happening. And so the, uh, the Maradona doc definitely got the seal of approval from Bill Simmons, uh, which I don't know if that means anything anymore. That was kind of a detractor, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, it's all, it's kind of how I feel too, but Rod, you know, if Raj is here for it, I might be here for it too. So I'll, Mm -hmm. I'll have to, Check it out and let you know what I think. Yeah, so, Max, they don't have any on Tom Brady because usually <laughs> dogs aren't good subjects for docs. Oh, my God. But even the fancy ones? Well, I mean, I would say there was Airbud, but that was because that was a documentary. That's how's, based uh, true how's your local National Football League team doing this season? Uh, Maryland does not count as local for me. <laughs> Disagree. Uh, okay. <laughs> On that note, uh, that is the end of the show. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter at Pretty okay Pod or at our home on the web at www.prettyokpod.com. You can subscribe to our feed on your podcast app of choice. If you do that, please do us a huge favor. Leave a rating, review, comment, that sort of thing. Or just tell a friend about the show. We'd love to share what we're doing with them as well. We'll be back again next week, as always, to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Max. Thanks for listening.